This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 267, 10 Conversation Starters to Connect with People at a Dinner Party. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Do you fear those awkward silences at a dinner party? Are you looking for some key English phrases to start a good conversation? Today, you'll get 10 conversation starters to fill the silence at your next dinner party in English. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm great, Lindsay. How are you? Good. You just came back from vacation, I heard. I did. I did. It was amazing. Where'd you go? I went to London and Amsterdam. Oh, super cool. That yeah. sounds awesome. Did you have an amazing time? Yeah, I did. I did. I, I actually studied abroad in London. So it was kind of, it was the first time I'd been back since then. And it was great to just see, you know, my old stomping grounds and just to kind of, it was a very nostalgic trip, but it was Ooh, great. I like it. Your old stomping grounds. That's a great expression. <laughs> so the place where you used to hang out all the time, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So awesome. So guys, listen up. So we are here a few days before Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is coming up soon. And we want to know if you guys love us. But we want to know what your favorite episode is on All Ears English. And we want to hear, we want to read about that in the iTunes store. So please come on over to allearsenglish.com slash love, that's L-O-V-E, and you'll find out how to leave us a review. We really want to know which episode you guys loved the most. That sounds awesome. Good know, for Valentine's sounds- Day. I like the love. The love is love. <laughs> Valentine's Day is all about love, and we want to hear from you guys. So, Michelle, today let's jump into an interesting topic, a question that we got from one of our listeners. And one of our listeners asked us how to start a conversation when we go to someone's home for a dinner party. Okay, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Have you been to any dinner parties lately? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, around Christmas time, um, I went to one. It was a cute little Christmas party and they served dinner. So, yeah, I guess that was the most recent one. And what kinds of questions did you ask people when you were like, how did you start the conversation when you were there at the dinner party? 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I guess to because it was around uh, Christmas, I guess, you know, there were some questions about the holiday. But I, I mean... Uh, it depends, you know. There's one thing: do you know somebody or do you not know someone? Um, uh, what do you mean? Do you know somebody or do? You, oh, it depends. The type of question you mean depends right, on exactly. I see. So, like some okay. people were like, you know, more like uh, like people that I've met a hundred times. I know them very well. So with them, it's kind of like on the surface, how's it going? Um, maybe like, oh, so what are you doing for Christmas? You know, questions about future plans, maybe some questions about food. And then for the people I didn't know, um, you know, how do you, how do you know the, the host, you know, right. That's, right, that's right. kind of common to talk, you know, that's a good point. That's a good one. And actually I ask that at all kinds of parties, not just dinner parties. Anytime yeah. I get invited to a party, I like to ask someone new, you know, how do you know the host? Because then you understand what the connection is. And then you kind of feel closer to that new person somehow. Yeah, exactly. Instead of being a random, uh, a completely random person, then you say, <laughs> oh, I'm Bill's cousin. Oh, Bill, yeah, I it love Bill. Makes you- I worked with him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always a good one to go to. How do you know the host or the hostess, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. So I think when we think about just dinner parties specifically, we can break it down into three types of questions. Okay. You can ask about the food. Yes. You can comment on the person's home, right? Mm-hmm. If it's someone's home. Yes. Or what's the third one, Michelle? Um, you can ask um, open-ended questions. Right. Right. So these are really good go-to topics. And we're just going to throw them out there and give you guys the exact questions because we know that's what you want so that you can copy and paste these <laughs> into your conversations when you go to a dinner party. Okay. So let's go back to number one, Michelle, to ask more about the food that's being served at the party. How would you start that question? Okay. So for example, let's say you're eating something. You could say like, oh, this is great or this is delicious. Where did you get the recipe? Or or you could even say like, uh, did you make this? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Did you make this? <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes it's so good. You're not, you're not quite sure. Um, and you right. can also say like, uh, do you cook at home a lot? Or what other kinds of dishes do you like to cook? Yeah, those are great questions. So asking the host about their cooking, you know, style, right? Their preferences. And of course, sometimes we have a potluck dinner, which are those dinners are very popular here in Boston. Mm -hmm. Seems like everyone is always having a potluck dinner. Right. (laughs) How how about in New York? Is it common? Yes, very common. Everybody's trying to save money. And it's also, it's, you know, small apartments here and everything. It's not that easy to just like cook for, you know, a big group of people. So it's nice to do potluck style. Actually, I hosted a, I hosted a dinner party not too long ago. I forgot about that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. When I was living in New York, I didn't go to too many potlucks because, um, I don't know. I just felt like I always went out, you know, out Mm. to clubs, out to parties, out to bars, whatever it was. But usually it was not things were not happening in people's homes. But maybe that's changed and maybe it depends on the age. Yeah, that's what that's exactly what I was thinking. Like uh, the age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, probably when, you know, at a young, I think probably like uh, if you're a little bit old, I don't know. This is just what I think. Like you would have more potlucks like if you're like a little bit older, that's my yeah. opinion. I would, yeah. I would think that cause like I, I go to the potlucks, but probably <laughs> earlier in my twenties, I yeah. probably did not do so many of them. So I don't know how old you were when you lived in New York, but maybe it was, maybe you were like, 
I don't know. <laughs> I was I was 25, 26, 27. Yeah, but you're right. I think it was just a matter of the state of mind at that age. And I just wasn't thinking my friends and I weren't thinking about coming inside and eating. We wanted to go out yeah, and have yeah. a crazy time. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. You get when you get to a certain age, I think, and then your apartment is kind of like your real home and then you want to host more dinner parties. So that's kind of where I am now. Like where <laughs> yeah. nobody actually wants to go out <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So so a good option is to ask the host about the food and about their cooking habits in a respectful way. So let's go to number two, Michelle. The the second topic of conversation that you can start is making a comment about the person's home, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, what were some of the comments that people made about your home when you had people over? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I mean, because uh, it was kind of the first time a lot of people had seen my apartment and we had mm. done some cute decorating. So a lot of people were like, oh, that's so cool. I love this. I love that. You know, commenting on different furniture items or different decorations. So you could say like your home or your apartment is beautiful. Um you know, depending on how well you know them, how long have you lived here? And yeah, mm -hmm. like commenting on specific items like the couch, table, maybe pictures. Yeah. So you could say, so, for example, this table is gorgeous or, you know, the walls are beautiful. I love the color of the walls. Right. Another right. thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely. Or like, yeah, asking like, for example, in my apartment, uh, we, we got a mirror like that looks like a window and we got it at a flea market and we painted it. So a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, did you make that? You know, things like that, you know, because a lot of people do this DIY, do it yourself kind of stuff now. DIY, so. <laughs> do it yourself. I like that. OK, so so you can take pride in those items that you've done yourself that you've painted yourself so it's nice if you guys are going to someone's home to mention that if it's something that's kind of homemade um, it's nice to give them a compliment on it say something nice about it yeah exactly mm -hmm. and just one more phrase a very general phrase if there's nothing specific that you want to comment on you could just say i love the design in this room or the setup right? yeah oh yeah setup definitely yeah um or, yeah, yeah like good, okay sorry <laughs> No, go ahead. Go ahead, Michelle. What no, were no, you no. I was just going to say, yeah, something about the colors, like, you know, if they have a specific uh, color scheme or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I have a friend who actually a friend of mine who used to live in New Jersey and she had the best color scheme. She had these really beautiful purple walls, oh. uh, purple against tan, which is just gorgeous. Oh, and I would awesome. always comment on the wall, the the color scheme in her house. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It really can change a room. <laughs> it totally can. Let's move on to number three. So ask the guests other questions. So for the first category about the food, it was mostly asking the host, right? Mm -hmm. If the host was cooking everything. And but now this third category is talking to the other guests, right? We have to do that too. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. You have to mingle. You have to mingle. That's a good word. That's a good <laughs> word. To mingle. So what are some just, you know, open-ended questions that you could ask people, right? What's the opposite of open-ended, Michelle? 
Do you uh, know like a yes or no? Yes or no. I think so. Yeah. And what's wrong with asking a yes or no question? (laughs) Because they can just answer yes or no and then stop right there and it can be a conversation killer. Yes. And then you just end up feeling awkward again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So ask the open-ended questions. Here's a good one. How do you spend your days, right? Or how do you spend your weekends? Ah. So that's kind of of open-ended. People can just go with that in the direction that they want to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think maybe even a little more. I mean, I think that that question is a little bit um, indirect because you're not necessarily Mm -hmm. sure if the person is working or not. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. awkward to ask, like, I mean, because, of course, people say, what do you do? Right. That's the most common one. Do you like to ask that, Michelle? Do you tend to ask that question? I I think I do. But there is at some point it's a little awkward, especially, I don't know, with the economy. And you never know, like, if somebody is a student or they're working and sometimes. So maybe how do you spend your day? I I don't feel like I say it much, but maybe it's a good way to kind of get around because sometimes it can be awkward if the person is not working for some reason. I don't know. It's really awkward. So that's, so how do you spend your day is a good alternative to saying, what do you do? Is that what you're saying, Michelle? Yeah, I think so. At first when I, at first when I was thinking about this, I thought, ah, I don't really say that. But the truth Mm. is, I think it, I think it can be helpful if you don't want to directly ask someone about work. Yeah. I mean, I guess another alternative to getting around the work question could be, you know, what are you into? Uh Right. So that's kind of what's your hobby? What are you into? Or like, what's your, yeah, what's your day to day life like or something like that? Yeah. I mean, so those are, it is a little bit tricky though to get around the work question. And that says a lot about our culture, right? We're so centered on work as our identity. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So if you ask somebody and they say, Oh, I'm not working, you can end up feeling, kind of bad sometimes kind you ask bad. a question you think is totally innocent and then it can kind of backfire <laughs> that's right and then you end up in this horrible conversation about unemployment and <laughs> yeah all right really yeah things. actually when i was traveling we asked the waiter who a waiter at a really great restaurant oh what what brought you what made you move to london and he said no don't ask me that and he started oh. saying oh no it was because of a bad because of a girl and now they're broken up and like you know what i mean sometimes oh, these God. totally innocent questions can back yeah. So that's where we'll have to do another episode on how to quickly change the subject. That's a different episode. (laughs) So a couple of other examples. What do you think, Michelle? Anything else we can say for open-ended questions? Sure. Well, I love um, what's new in your life. I think this is really common. Just like, oh, what's new in your life? Um, Oh, good intonation. That's it. Say that one more time. (laughs) Okay. Um, What's new in your life or what's new in your life? In your life, right? Yeah, I like in that. your life, I th- would say, is the better one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah, that sounds really familiar, right? And this is generally for someone you already sort of know. Exactly. That, yeah, right. So sort of an acquaintance, a friend of a friend that you've met before, and what's new in your life, right? Right, right. So you're not going to ask that person, how do you spend your day? If you probably, if you know them already. Yeah. Pro- right. Probably not. But yeah, so probably better for that is what's new in your life? Exactly. And a question that's useful if we know them or if we don't know them is, are you reading anything interesting now? I love that one because I love to read. And sometimes you can get into great conversations with people about this. (laughs) Absolutely. And you can learn a lot about the person based on what they're reading. Yeah, yeah. And also people, you know, we'll talk about um, TV shows as well. Like... um 
True. So uh, the most popular ones and things like that. Yeah. They'll say, well, I don't really read, but I watch TV and this is the show that I watch. Right, right, right. right. And then you can really get into a big conversation about that because there are certain specific shows that people go crazy for and you can really connect with someone if you watch the same show. Absolutely. And one thing that sometimes I think can be challenging is when we're socializing with couples, right? There's there's a couple there and it's obvious that they're together, they're holding hands or mm-hmm. something. And sometimes it's hard to know what to say to both of them. Mm-hmm. So what's one question that we could ask if we're socializing, if it's just you and a couple, what could you say to them to get a conversation going? Okay. So, well, you could, you could just say to them like, uh, oh, how did you two meet? Yeah. I like that one, right? It's not too intrusive. It's conversational and people love to talk about their stories of how they met. Yeah, exactly. No, I think this is absolutely a wonderful, a wonderful question to ask. And it sounds super natural. So how did you two meet? Right? Good. Okay. So today we've covered like three general topics, general ways to ask a question, asking about the food. What was the second one, Michelle? Do you remember? Second one is about uh, the person's home. Yes, the person's home. And the third one was... Open-ended questions. Yeah, that was great. So hopefully you guys have gotten a lot out of this episode today. And let us know what you think. So come back over to allearsenglish.com slash 267 and let us know which of these phrases you're going to use at your next dinner party in English. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Well, good luck, guys. All right. Thanks, Michelle, for hanging out. See you soon. Thanks, Lindsay. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.